But now we're talking about the MJTF police. In approximately March of 1989, a sequence of political actions was initiated whereby the federal government extorted resources from most of the states, if not all 50 states. Now, I transcribed this. This was such important material, I started transcribing it off the videotape. And if you've ever done that, you know, you run the video as much as you think you can type in, then you type it in on your computer, and then you back it up and run it again. It's a very tedious thing, and I worked for some two weeks transcribing mm. this, and then I found it was already transcribed in a book. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, so I'm, I'm going out of, out of this transcription in the book here. All right, so the federal government extorted resources from most of the states, if not all 50 states, simultaneously within a two-week period, passing laws in every state authorizing the use of federal funding to convert local and state forces into national police forces. So this is the process of the nationalizing of our police forces. It began in 1989 in a very direct way. Not too long after the initiative, President Bush brought the phrase, the New World Order out of the closet into the open. The MJTF police are in virtually every state of the Union of the United States at this time. Their primary mission is house-to-house -house search and seizure, separation and categorization of men, women, and children in large numbers, the transferal to detention facilities, and the use of those facilities for interrogation purposes. Mm. Did you catch that, John? Mm. Now, we have here the detention facilities that were authorized through FEMA and augmented by Department of Defense budget amendment passed with the 1991 fiscal budget. Here are the locations, the original 23 locations under FEMA. Each site can detain between 32,000 to 44,000 people minimum. That's minimum. It is indicated that the Texas and Alaskan sites may be much larger and more heavily armed. And so here you have them. You have three here in New York. You have four here in Ohio, three in Illinois, three in Michigan, one in Wisconsin, three in Nebraska, three in Wyoming, two in Texas, and one in Alaska. For the area west of the Mississippi, Oklahoma City is the central processing point for detainees and can handle up to 100,000 people at a time. The eastern processing center is not yet identified at this time. It's believed that it may be Fort Drum in New York State. Of the detention facilities, 23 are FEMA authorized and stationed. 20 are Department of Defense budget authorized and stationed, making a total of 43 uh, total detention sites. And you know about detention sites from World War II? What happens at these places? And these this are, not only happened in Germany, it happened in America with the, with with the, the Japanese, Japanese Americans. Japanese Americans. And... Uh, so some of these are identified here as known facilities, others confirmed by government document location number. Now what are and the plans for if, if what happens, the people go to these now? Okay, that's what this, now this counterintelligence briefing is all about that. We're going to find out what, okay. what, the, what they have found out from their intelligence okay. analysis. MJTF police, their primary mission is house-to-house -house search and seizure, separation and categorization of men, women, and children in large numbers, the transferal to detention facilities, and the use of those facilities for interrogation purposes. The MJTF are regular National Guard, 
comprised of local law enforcement personnel and street gangs being utilized street gangs? for national police services. Street gangs? Did I hear you right? Yes, this is a, a very interesting development. Now, no, I wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. This is saying, and this is already in effect, that our government is going to use street gangs for law enforcement? Okay, ju just w wait a minute. I want to get a newspaper that just well, came know, out this just, weekend, John. You just read that and went right through that and just zipped through that, and my antennas went up, and I just got to make sure that you said what I thought you said. Yes, the government is very interested, apparently, and according to this uh, analysis, and we have some very interesting material that just came in on a paper this weekend from the Orlando Sentinel. You see, when, you, when it comes down to the point where they're going to take the guns away from the people and search for drugs and resistors to the New World Order, you've got to have the people who, like the BATF at Waco, bust down the doors, go in, search the place, and a lot of them are going to get killed. And the average... Uh, BATF man makes between forty-seven and fifty-four thousand dollars a year. He's not wanting to be killed and, you know, leave his family uh, fatherless and husbandless. And so they are interested in utilizing street gang leaders because they are they are like a paramilitary group already. They've learned how to enforce discipline and have a military-style organization. If they can incorporate them into the uh, expendable force that will be the frontline shock stormtroopers against the American people, then, then the other fellows, you know, don't run the risks that Getting these killed. people do. Now, the gangs apparently that are being considered are gangs such as the Bloods and the Crips in uh, Los Angeles. Now here, notice this in the Orlando Sentinels. This just came out Saturday, October 30, 1993. Gangs lay down colors and rivalry to join forces against fire. So already they're utilizing them in fighting fires. And these are the Bloods and the Crips, the same ones that this intelligence analyst said. And I tell you, John, I had the same reaction as you did when I first heard this. Gangs. Total disbelief. Imagine gang leaders of the Bloods and the Crips. They use Uzi uh, submachine guns yes. in their gang warfare and all of this. But it's not so far-fetched. What happened in Haiti when the U.N. and the U.S. forces came to, uh, to uh, land and to dock? What happened? The Haitian government that is opposing Aristide, the military government, they didn't use their own troops to oppose them. They used gangs. gangs. They yeah. used armed gangs yeah. that were in collaboration yeah. with the military to rough up and, and kill people and, and scare the uh, U.S. forces so they wouldn't get off the boat. 